It is April 11th, and it's pretty much been a month for some people since the quarantine. For me, it's been like three weeks, almost four, since we've been working from home, from my job. Um, And welcome to the world. This is a new normal for everyone, and everyone is, I think, slowly getting into their groove right now being that this is a month for some people but I think also some people are not only getting into that groove but reevaluating their life maybe they're not changing anything but I think most people are or if they're not changing anything they're getting really emotional and you know welcome to this world that we're living in right now I personally feel like this is what we asked for. We asked for this. We are always on our phones, head down in public places, not interacting with each other and just wanting to stay home and slow down. And God was like, okay, you want to be on your phones and not talk to anybody? All right, you want to slow down and you're sick and tired of going to work? Wham! And he just whacked us with this. And I think we needed it. I think a lot of us were not appreciative, ungrateful, um, because now, you know, a lot of people will love to be at work. I think it is a luxury that my husband and I are both still working right now, because I know a lot of people aren't, but I think that mode of all of us complaining, like, oh, I don't want to go to work, and oh, this is BS, and now you wish you went to work, so I think it's just making us more appreciative and more grateful and I mean now we're just happy if the sun is shining and we can take a walk or a run outside and just wave to our neighbors never mind actually go to work um I think it's making people reuse things um the biggest thing that keeps sticking in my mind is Dave sorry I just sat on my couch it sounded like a fart um the biggest thing that keeps sticking in my mind it's like stuck there is when Dave Chang, I'm watching his Ugly Delicious Netflix series and I also follow him on Instagram and he's like, I'm not even salting my pasta water anymore because now that just seems totally ridiculous that I was wasting that much salt on salting my pasta water. And if you watch my Breeze Bites or my lives on Instagram or Facebook Live or Instagram Live, whatever, I very ever rarely... I could probably count on one finger how many times I've actually put salt into something. And it's just funny that this world, we were so wasteful before. Salting our pasta water. I mean, now you just want to save enough salt for your food, never mind your pasta water. Things like adding chicken broth to your pasta water seems like a luxury. We used some the other day and it made it way too salty. And then we were like, oh man, we're almost out of chicken broth. And I think it's making us think about what we were using before and being more careful and when I say this I'm not trying to sound like a prissy brat or like someone that's oh I'm better than you but like I was really conscious of conscious of that before because I was having a lot of stomach problems so I had to be careful what I was eating and the portions that I was eating and I started to bring my own food almost every single day wherever I went 
because I had to really be careful of what I ate. And I realize now, I think it was just a lack of exercise because since I've been exercising every day, my stomach hurts a lot less. But I was, we weren't eating out either. And I mean, I, if, if I knew this was going to happen, I probably would have eaten out a lot more. We, the last time we went out before this happened was we took my bonus daughter out for Valentine's Day. Um, and that was the last time we went out to dinner. But it's just like everybody eats out a lot, which is good because you're giving people jobs. But I think it's bad because this sort of like smacked people in the face. Like you have to cook every night and, you know, welcome to being home, which I think is what a lot of people wanted. They wanted to be home more. They wanted to see their kids more. And that's something else. We're like going crazy this world being home with our children and homeschooling our children and I have to say that if you're ever feeling like it is overwhelming or you're like pulling your hair out because your children are driving you nuts I get that I have a bonus daughter and they need constant attention like if they ask for something you get it for them or you say wait and then they're like on patient and she's older now so it's I mean it's much it's great because she helps cook and clean and probably one of our favorite things to do as a family is cook but I gotta tell you guys it is totally eating me up inside and this is probably the first time I'm actually verbalizing it and maybe I've told my mom or like some of my closest friends but to like walk to her room and she's not there we're not seeing her through this quarantine because you know god forbid we have it and we don't know when we give it to her god forbid she has it or one of her other family members has it and she gives it to us like we just knew as a blended family and i gotta give it to tony because i would have been selfish and was like just let her come here um and i know a lot of step families and bonus families and blended families are still keeping to that schedule but when they told us to stay home you know tony talked with her other family because I couldn't even do it he asked me to do it and I was like I can't even get these words out of my mouth without crying so you're gonna have to do it um and he was like it will be safer for all of us to stay home like that's what they're asking us to do and that's what we're gonna do so I I reached out to one of my stepmom friends who has like a big following on Instagram Jamie and I said to her hey do you know of any other stepmoms that are also not seeing their stepkids and she's like no I'm so sorry like this is the first I'm hearing of it and I think everybody's sticking to their other schedules and that was kind of like hard to hear that because wow I'm I feel like I'm the only one that's not seeing my stepdaughter and that's really hard again I walk by her room every morning and I see her bed and it's like perfectly made and she put her little ballerina that my sister's friend got her for Christmas in the middle of her bed and it looks so cute and it's like nice my house is clean and it's quiet and but it's like I would rather my house be messy if she was here I would rather it be loud if she was here I'd rather be cooking with her than alone and yeah I'm not alone Tony's here but it's like if you're ever feeling like I can't do this anymore with my kids home. I'm going crazy. I need alone time. I get that. But let me tell you something right now. I would do anything to see her. This is probably the longest that we've ever not seen her. And don't get me wrong. There's still FaceTime. We FaceTime her basically every day. And her other family like keeps us updated. And again, we still get to see her. But it's totally different like to watch movies together or cook together. So that is really 
difficult. So I hope that just makes you guys hug your babies a little tighter because I do also get to see her on Zoom because we take digital dance classes. So I get to see all of like the kids hugging their moms before the Zoom class starts and it's it's bittersweet because I would love to do that with her and I'm I'm grateful I still get to see her on Zoom and on FaceTime, but it's really special to see the parents hugging their kids before class starts and it's like Yeah, we were meant to slow down for sure. This is what we were meant to do, but it still makes me miss her a lot. And so we sent her um, an edible arrangement Easter basket. And Tony had to take the phone from me because I just started crying when I saw that she had it. Not because like, oh my gosh, she got an edible arrangement. But it was just like, this is a holiday that we're not going to get to spend together because of the coronavirus. But again, we, we took this stay home thing very seriously Tony is still working outside of the house. He, I guess, is quote-unquote essential. I mean, I'm not really sure. But his job is still working. So, um, you know, that puts her at risk. And we're not willing to take that risk as a blended family. And I know a lot of people don't agree with that. And they probably think that we should still see her. Um, Some people have told me that I am making the right choice. That we're making the right choice. And I appreciate that. I do feel like it's keeping both families safer doesn't make it any easier though on like the missing factor I mean it's just different so I do think this is what the world asked for this is what we wanted we wanted to be on our phones alone in, in our houses and have that alone time we wanted to be with our families more and then we got what we wanted and people are bitching about it and it's like I feel like especially you know, tomorrow's Easter and yesterday was Good Friday. And God is like laughing at us because this is the time where I'm sure a lot more people are praying than they used to. And maybe a lot of people are angry at God. We know friends of friends of family of friends whose family members, some that I've never met, but have passed away because of the virus. Like this is closer to home than I think a lot of people want to admit. There's some people that don't want to admit that. And that's cool. I'm here for you too. Um, but I forget where I was going with that. That happens all the time. Um, we just, you know, need to stay home. And I was saying we've lost friends and family to this virus. And I wish I could play back what I was going to say. Um, And I don't think people ask for death. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, But this is really serious. And I, that's what I was saying with talking to God. And, and I was thinking of all the things that make me angry about this or just about life in general. My mind is just going from up and down and side to side and just kind of like, whoa, what is happening? I mean, I haven't, not only do I miss my stepdaughter, I miss my parents. I miss my nephew so much this is the longest i have ever never seen any of them let alone you know my stepdaughter so i miss them and my again my mind is just going up down side side feels like a ball bouncing all over the place and i said to god like why like this is so annoying like that this is happening or that that is happening or I look at people on Instagram and I'm like oh they're doing it wrong or why are they doing it this way and you know I'm judging them like to say that I don't judge people 
would be wrong. Everybody judges everybody. And he just looked at me and he's like, like, this is, these are the thoughts that are going through my head. He's like, I was hanging on a cross and you're bitching about somebody on Instagram. Like, that's the thought. And, you know, it's funny as I'm saying these words, I look outside my window and my neighbor put a huge cross on her door. So that is crazy. Talk about a God wink. But, um, like, yeah, he's hanging on a cross, weight in his wrists on Good Friday and Easter Sunday, he will rise. But we're complaining about being, quote unquote, stuck home instead of being safe home. Um, it just puts things into perspective. And when I get whiny and judgy, you know, I talk to him and he always makes things better and puts things into perspective. Um, my mom does that for me, too. So does my dad. They crack me up. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share those thoughts and be really honest about how I'm feeling about all this baloney um, and how it does make me angry. But at the end of the day, we do need to put things in perspective. And it feels I feel lucky that it almost feels like I'm on like a mini vacation, like, you know, getting into like almost like a hotel bed or like laying on this couch like it feels like a little mini vacation and God is telling me like yeah you want you wanted to relax a little bit too everybody asked for this everybody asked for this relaxing break and we got it and I I just don't think we know what to do with it but we just have to keep taking it day by day week by week I I couldn't plan weeks in advance before this and I'm I still can't but um just being careful about what we use and again what we're eating but I sort of did that before this because of all my stomach issues but even more so now like dating meat that we put in the fridge or the freezer and being really conscious about what fresh fruits we buy so they don't go bad or what fresh herbs we buy so they don't go bad and you know recycling if you can I don't I think everybody's trash and recycling is still coming I know a lot of people are like shredding and doing things like that just to you know clean house because we're all home so I hope people are taking advantage of this to like get organized and clear their brains and just be refreshed but also just taking it day by day if you have a lot of kids home and you're homeschooling them and I did like seeing this one thing about homeschooling on Instagram for like that stress that parents are feeling to like do every project or do every assignment and it's like this this one assignment if if you don't get a hundred on it is not gonna matter in 20 years um I think Kelly Hampton the writer of um Bloom wrote that and just like doing crafts with her kids and keeping them outside and really present she does a really good job of that if you guys need somebody to follow. I think her name on Instagram is E-T-S-T, Etst, or E-T, I'm not sure, but her name is Kelly Hampton, the New York Times bestseller, author of Bloom. Um, this other girl, Shannon, she's from Hawaii, or she moved to Hawaii with her four kids. I heard of her from the Birth Hour podcast. She was a nurse. Um, she's really amazing. You guys know I always talk about Kat and Nat. I'm, like, obsessed with them. They're so funny. Their kids are also getting really creative. I just saw that they made like a movie theater in their house. Not like a real one, but just one 
like they put blankets and stuff in the living room and they made like a concession stand like just being creative in like really simple ways I think is refreshing and again you don't need to like go out and buy all these things keep your kids interested and busy you could just do fun creative little things at home or outside just to keep them from you know bothering you while you get some work done or just to keep them from like screaming in your ear I also see my other neighbor has I think two little girls and they put rainbows on the window they must have made them and they're so cute um so just like little things will make you at this time realize how important that little things are little things are big things and I hope that we just come out of this not wanting to go back into the rush of what was because I don't think any of us really liked that rush sometimes yeah but as busy as it was it it didn't seem right so I don't know what else I'm trying to think of some other things other than you know with Easter being here it does really feel like this time is um a rebirth a new fresh spring it's like we're spring cleaning and you know it's a perfect time because we're all home um I I guess I can try and give you guys tips of what we do here um, to keep everything clean. Um, Before Lysol was like going, you know, the most used item. We my mom gave us magic rags. They're called when we moved in, and they like are microfiber, I guess. And you don't use detergent on them to clean them. You just bleach them in your wash and then hang them to dry. And I guess that like reignites the fire in them. So every time you you don't have to wash them every day with bleach um, just when like they're getting really stained and we can wipe down our counters with that and the stove and it doesn't leave any streaks and we also use Lysol before it was like going out of stock. So now to conserve the Lysol we don't wipe it down with the stove with Lysol as much Lysol as we used to use we just use a little bit so that's made us conserve on that. Um, one dryer sheet in the dryer instead of two. Um, trying not to like overload the laundry with detergent which I used to do at my parents house and my mom's gonna listen to this so she's gonna say I told you so um receipts and paper as it comes in we immediately take care of it so like I just recently got my motor vehicle registration I had to renew it so I did it like as soon as it came in the mail um receipts we like use an app to keep track of what we buy from the store and things like that. So as soon as I scan it in, I we recycle the receipt. Um, mac and cheese boxes, pasta boxes, cereal boxes, and even the plastic inside of the cereal box is recyclable. The boxes and like water bottles, not water bottle caps. So be careful of that if you read your water bottle label. It's all recyclable. But the bags in the cereal boxes and like plastic bags they're not recyclable for like when your guys come to pick them up from your house you have to put them in a separate bag and bring them back to the grocery store or target also has a drop-off section so if you happen to go there obviously don't go out of the way your way at this time but those little bags in the cereal and plastic bags and even i think some ziploc bags if they're clean and dry you can put them like put them all in a bag and bring them to the drop-off center, which is like Target or ShopRite or Stop and Shop, whatever. They all have sections when you first come in to drop them in. So we do that. I'm trying to think of what else 
we do. Uh, we don't use a lot of paper plates. We try not to use a lot of paper towels uh, just because that generates a lot of waste. And, you know, at one point we weren't sure if the garbage was even going to keep coming. So, yeah. Um, we always use, like, our regular dining room plates and, like, regular glass plates and cups and mugs. And we just wash them because it's better and less trash. Um... Hmm, I'm trying to think of what else that we use. <laughs> I'm looking around the house right now. Like, um, my rule is like at least get two uses out of something. So like I'm not going to um, like write a little note on a piece of paper and then throw it out like I used to. Like I try and really use that piece of paper like our grocery list that he brought to the store the other day was so written all over I'm not sure even how he kept it straight but just so we use less paper just like using as much of that piece of paper as possible uh journaling so we don't even have to throw paper out at all um I think that's probably oh toilet paper so the cardboard piece like when you use all the toilet paper is recyclable and some of that paper wrapping on the outside like we recently got toilet paper and it came with like paper wrapped on the outside and I read the that paper and it said that it was also recyclable. So basically there was no trash or waste generated from that because the cardboard roll, the outside paper went right into the recycling and everything else obviously goes in the toilet so there was no waste generated from that. I know a lot of people use plastic bags in their bathrooms and if you could avoid doing that, that would be good. Again, try and get your plastic bags back to the grocery store so they can melt them down and recycle them and re like create plastic bags because if you just throw them out, it's not as good. So we don't use plastic bags. We have like a waste, a trash bin in our bathroom. Again, if you have to, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we use plastic bags for like rice that needed to be thrown out. Tony likes to do that. Um... Or, like, we have something that's leaking, like, we'll throw it in the plastic bag first before we throw it in the trash. Like, I'm not saying we're perfect, but if you can avoid that, um, yeah. It's obviously, like, beer bottles or soda cans, all recyclable, recyclable, and, yep, I think that's it for now, friends. I haven't really gotten into the composting yet, and I don't think I can because I think the squirrels would go out of control and they would always be in our yard. Um, but that's something I definitely think about often. And if you have any questions, message me. But that's my take on the world right now and how we need to be more conscious, you know, figuratively and literally and implicitly and explicitly, you know, in our brains, but also with everyone around us. Um, if you do have your kiddos home, I know you're going crazy, but just hug them a little tighter for me because I really miss my kiddo. And, um, yeah, I love you guys. I can't wait to hug everybody once this is over. And, yeah, I love you so much. And just keep staying strong and stay home. Bye, everybody.